Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Today on CityCast Boise, the city's rapid growth and increasingly drier years has us wondering, could recycled water be in Boise's future? I'm finding out with Haley Falconer and Royce Davis, two of the people working on the city's new recycled water program. Plus, they share why beer was a perfect early test for this technology. It's Monday, February 5th. I'm Frankie Barnhill, and this is what Boise's talking about. Royce, Haley, thank you so much for being on CityCast Boise today. Yeah, thank you for having us, Frankie. Excited to be here. Thank you, Frankie. Excited to be here as well. Okay, so before we dive into the future of water, because it's really exciting and really interesting, uh, can you tell us what happens to most of the water right now that's used in Boise after it comes out of the faucet and down the drain? Like if if somebody's turning on their tap and then it's running through and they're using it for, for use at home, what happens to it next? Yeah, we love answering this question because it's often a flush and forget mentality, and we'd really like to change that. Uh, We currently operate two facilities that collect all of that used water. So from taps and washing machines, dishwashers, from businesses and restaurants. And we have two facilities that treat that water to a high level and discharge it into the Boise River, uh, meeting a variety of water quality criteria, but really a high quality water we call that water renewal, so that we're taking that water, we're renewing it and putting it back into the environment. And renewal is different than recycling, though. So we are talking about two different things in the future, possibly. But I understand that climate change is really one of the driving factors for Boise uh, looking into this recycled water question. Can you describe kind of the big picture problem that Boise is trying to solve with this? Yeah, over the last, you know, maybe starting eight years ago, we embarked on a planning process for water renewal to answer or ask the question of the community, what is it that you'd like us to do with this water? And we framed up many different options, including continue to go to the Boise River, but also a variety of ways that that water could be treated and reused and said, what would you like to see? And through that utility planning process, we heard pretty consistently from the community the importance of keeping water local, that this water we have and put through a treatment process is valuable and should stay here and be put to a beneficial use. And so coming out of that utility planning process, the direction that was set and then confirmed by city council in 2020 is that all new capacity that the city builds for our community will be dedicated to recycled water. And like you mentioned, the drivers there Uh, A real benefit in climate resiliency, we produce a a drought-proof water supply that stays here locally uh, that we can use in that resiliency for the community um, and also adding capacity and treatment into our system. 
can I ask if if we weren't embarking on this, uh, what's the what would be the possible future for water? I mean, could Boise potentially run out or really struggle with it without something like a water recycling program? Yeah, we see this really as a part, kind of one of the solutions in a suite of possibility that um, there's lots of different ways to manage water and that where we have the ability to keep water here, we're certainly we're in a drought prone state, we're in a very arid region. And tracking what's happening in other Western areas, we want to be proactive in how we plan for that water. We're really excited about the ability for the Recycled Water Program to do just that. Yeah, I think about other Western cities like Las Vegas has kind of gotten into this and ahead of it a little bit. And obviously, they're even more of a desert community than we are. Um, And then other communities like in Colorado that are really struggling with it or thinking about it. So how do you define what is recycled water? What is it really? To me, recycled water is just where you can take water, any used water, and then use it again for another purpose, Um, whether that's groundwater recharge, industrial reuse, uh, irrigation. uh, There's a lot of different opportunities to recycle or reuse water. And the groundwater piece, does it need to be returned to groundwater? Like, What is that process like and why? Why is the groundwater piece uh, important here? The groundwater piece to us, that's really the, you know, one of the options for keeping the water local is to put the water back into the the groundwater supply, um, you know, for Boise. So we can take the water, we can infiltrate or inject the water into the ground where we can use it um, another time for another beneficial use or whatever use you might feel is most important. It, that's important because the the majority of our drinking water supply in Idaho and in Boise comes from groundwater. And so where we have an opportunity to bolster that or to offset um, other uses to preserve drinking water, that's really the, the priority here for us in that specific instant. We'll get into the details. The science is coming. And remember, I'm, I was an English major. I like to say this all the time. So it's maybe like a fifth grade science view for, for me to understand this and for listeners. But I'm curious, stepping back, uh, for the public's reaction so far to this idea and kind of how you guys think about this at the city and when you're, when you're embarking on this science, um, it seems like, you know, for lack of a better term, maybe it's kind of there's this inherent like ick factor like that you might have to combat a little bit this idea of water being recycled and reused in another way how big of a problem is that or or you know do you feel like there's a solution on the horizon for combating that i think that is has been the history of recycled water in a lot of places what we're hearing from the community now continues to be what we heard through that planning process which is this water can and should be used again. Um, we It seems like we've got a community that understands there is only one water. And this we joke sometimes this is the same water the dinosaurs drank. <laughs> and so we've, we've got one set of water for us to use and reuse. That, that doesn't mean that it's not without questions on how and what's the water quality. And that, that's certainly as we get, tra- get transition into the conversation into some of the science, that's really important. Maybe a last thought there, we've really enjoyed the conversations with the community at our advanced water treatment pilot where folks get a chance to see the technology in action because it really is different from what we have today at our other facilities. Yeah, that's interesting. It sounds like Boise's being real about this, uh, or at least the Boise that you've heard from um, around this topic and is just recognizing like, hey, this climate resiliency thing, we got to get serious about it. 
Well, let's dive in. So in 2018, my understanding is that the Pure Water Brew program was launched in Boise. And this is kind of a pre pro to, to a, a pre this whole pilot program. We're going to get into even more. And the city, you guys partnered with some local breweries who used recycled water to actually brew beer. So what did you learn from that and, and taking that information and, and applying it to this bigger pilot program? Yeah, the Pure Water Brew came at a time while we were in planning and allowed us to shape that conversation differently. When we take something that folks engage with very naturally, like beer, and we say, hey, did you know this started as recycled water? It came right through this Lander Street water renewal facility. It's a really fun conversation. And we recognized the need, I think, to continue that sort of dialogue with the community At that point, we didn't know where the shape of our future recycled water program would be, but it's certainly been something that has anchored us in how we connect with the community a little bit differently. Why did that program end and and what kind of feedback did you get from breweries? We only had the technology for a week. It was a little bit of a right place, right time. We had a connection with Pima County, Arizona. They had a trailer in technology that we had access to for a week. The reaction from the brewers was was really great. Uh, we had one brewery that was excited because they could make a different type of beer. This water is so pure when it comes out that it doesn't have the same water chemistry as what our tap water has. And that allowed the brewers to add in whatever they wanted and brew something that was different than what they could do with our, our tap water here. And then the the other comment that we had, one of the brewers sat on an advisory group and asked us, has asked us repeatedly when we'll be doing this again, because there was enthusiasm there. Wait, so the the recycled water was even purer than what they were getting from their tap at the brewery? Yes. Wow. Let's talk about the advanced water treatment pilot, this this thing that, um, yeah, you guys have been working on really hard for the last few years. So tell us, how has that worked? You're, the phase one of the pilot ended in October, I understand? Yep. And we're, uh, we're starting phase two now. So really phase one, we had the opportunity to um, test and, and operate different technologies. A few of them are ultrafiltration, reverse osmosis granular media or granular activated carbon and ultraviolet advanced oxidation process or four and also an air stripper is the other one. So five, five main technologies that we were able to purchase and bring into Boise and allow our operators and uh, city public works employees to operate and learn from the technology. So five phases to take the water from how it arrives to the recycled water product that comes out. And then the difference between phase one and phase two, phase one um, was a specific flow path for the water. Phase two, we can reroute the water where we can go granular activated carbon before reverse osmosis. Um, And it allows us to sample in between each process to get different data points on different constituents and parameters like whether it's ammonia or phosphorus or total dissolved solids, sulfur. Um, We sampled up to almost 600 different constituents at most of those locations over this the six months time frame and have a very large data set from the pilot. Royce, you've been, I think you've been hosting a lot of people in the public to come through the facility and check it out. How have those 
conversations gone uh, and what have what have people been reacting to about it? Uh, they've gone really well. You know, we've had, I think, over 50 tours, you know, 500 different, um, you know, people from the community out at the pilot to tour it, to see the technology, to look at the water, uh, look at the water quality, um, ask questions. I think the funnest part is just honestly just talking water with with Boise. So what types of questions do they have, where the water comes from, where does it go? What kind of water is here at the pilot? What kind of water do we get out at the end of the pilot? And just answer basic water questions for Boise. And that's probably the funnest part is just engaging with the community about water. Okay, this is a silly question, but is it drinkable? Like are people coming in and taste testing it while they're there? In my opinion, it is drinkable. We do not have a permit to drink it, so we don't. But uh, I would say our goal is to meet the drinking water quality standards at the end of the pilot and We've done a pretty good job of doing that so far. Our next step is to run phase two through probably the middle of the summer. Again, we'll sample a lot, get a ton of data and work on, uh, you know, looking at the different technologies and then which will help us lead into the full scale facility. We'll be able to select which technologies we want in which order. Yeah, Frankie, I feel like I missed a little bit of bridging how we got from our planning to this pilot, which yeah. um, the the goal there in, in all new capacity being recycled water has really started with a focus around industrial water, commercial water. So we are piloting out on Micron's campus. They're a large industrial discharger to our system. We did some initial source water characterization of a variety of industries, but what we're not focused on to start with is that sanitary waste, what comes from the toilets and the showers and the sinks. And so this is really us trying to understand what is it that we could receive from industry and then how do we best process and purify that to get to the end product. And there's a few benefits for the community in starting this way, the location and in the in the collection system. So our pipelines and at our treatment facilities, we add capacity and kind of benefit our other facilities there. Um, but it also allows us as a potential user. So Royce mentioned irrigation and groundwater recharge, but also we could potentially return this water back to industry as their source of water for a variety of different uses, which we see as a really promising alternative. Yeah. So Micron could be using this water again and again and again for their uses. And Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think one of the uses for Micron is they use it to cool down equipment, right? That's a bit one of their big uses for water. It is. For, for a lot many industries, that is a, a large water user. Okay, so if I'm if I'm understanding you correctly, these recycled water pilot programs that we've been talking about, they're really leading up to an expansion of Boise's water treatment system specifically so that the city can start recycling water on a larger scale. So can you give us details about that and how the timeline for construction is on that big project? Our overall timeline is to be producing recycled water in 2029. So while that may sound like it's years away, we we have to make a slew of decisions this year on the treatment technologies and water quality, uh, location, all of those things, and then go into the detailed engineering design and then allow ourselves a few years for construction. So We've got a big year ahead of us with a lot of outreach and decision-making, and then we'll be headlong into project delivery. Okay. So 2029, and that would probably be, again, more the industrial use, not so much that people can expect that in 2029, all of a sudden, they're going to turn their tap on and start drinking recycled water, correct? Uh, That is correct. Okay. Okay. 
when when might that future exist? I don't know. Maybe this is too hard of a question because there's so many variables between now and then. But like, is that a thing that, you know, ostensibly you hope to see, you could potentially imagine, depending on how things go. Um, I know there's so many steps and different verification that needs to happen and all of that um, before that would be the case. But I mean, let's get real. Like, isn't that municipal use is a big, big use of water in in the Treasure Valley? And especially if Boiseans are saying, hey, we want to do this or we want, we're interested in learning more. Could this some, someday be the real future? I think it's reasonable. Uh reasonable to anticipate that 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 could happen. What I like about our program is I can't give you an answer of like, it's going to be at this time. But everything that we're doing now from the pilot testing and the verification and the samples and the different technologies would set us up for a potential future that would allow for that. So that option is not in our current plan, but it's also not off the table. We're not making any decisions or investments now that would preclude us from doing that later. What's the most surprising thing that you've learned through this process as scientists, as people who work for the city, like what, what has stood out to you? I think what has stood out to me the most is just, you know, I think the pilot operation and the treatment technologies, they do a really good job at what they're designed to do and just being able to operate those and and show those to people. And I think they've, they've actually performed better than I actually thought they would. They've been very, very consistent and it's been, the technologies are really cool. And maybe it's not surprise, but I'm. It's maybe really validating our staff excitement and enthusiasm for this. Royce described those technologies, and those are all advanced treatment. If we were adding that that to an existing facility, they would all come at the end of what we already have. And so they're not technologies that we currently have or have experience operating. And it's a big it's a big deal to. They're technically challenging the putting the water in the ground has a public health impact and we want to be really protective of that. And so to have a staff that's really invested in the process and wants those outcomes, but also wants to learn and is curious about it has been really fun to watch because we'll need to build up a workforce that's ready to take on that facility in 2029. And that has probably been the most exciting thing from a kind of internal looking standpoint. Royce and Haley, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and breaking this down and telling us about, yeah, what what the future of water could look like in Boise. I appreciate it. Thank you, Frankie. And if folks want to take a tour, they can certainly reach out and we'd love to have them out at the pilot. I want to take a tour. I'm going to do that. (laughs) Thanks, Royce. Yep. Thank you, Frankie. All right, that's all for today here on CityCast Boise. For more local news, be sure to subscribe to our free Hey Boise newsletter. It comes to your inbox every Monday through Friday. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye.